Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Fan to A Fan, episode 29, the safe place where I am allowed to speak openly about my criticisms of people and society. I am your host, Frenny's Coupe, and I hope you will remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. What is up? What is up, you guys? What is up, people? I don't know. What is up, the people who I do know that listen to this podcast? I would like to give a special thanks to y'all, okay? I know you guys in my personal life, and y'all over here supporting a sister, okay? I appreciate it. Just like I made a post the other day asking if anyone wanted to help distribute my podcast stickers, okay? And so like a bunch of you actually swiped up and you guys are willing to help me. So I do appreciate that so very much. And I feel like, like an Avon lady. I don't know. Like I'm just on top of this pyramid and you guys are selling Avon for me and I'm making the most profit. Do Avon ladies still exist? Well, I don't know, but it's always been my dream to be an Avon lady and look at me now living it up. And you guys on campus, if you do happen to see my stickers anywhere across, just take a picture, take a picture, send it to me. It's like an Easter egg hunt. Winner gets an unknown gift that I don't even know what it's going to be yet but it's it's, it's going to be something okay <laughs> so I just I just wanted to be in a more positive mood starting today's episode because today it's it's gonna be a little sad not sad it's gonna be a little mad I'm always mad but I'm gonna be mad mad okay because it's just a bunch of events been happening to me personally since I have arrived on campus my senior year and I just cannot stand it I've been just upset but I would like to start off a backstory with a new segment I'd like to call okay so (laughs) what's up with you guys so I I went to the bar of course and it's this bartender okay this is this happened yesterday so I'm recording on Monday Labor Day and I went to the bar on Sunday don't ask why I went to the bar on Sunday it doesn't matter that's none of your concern but uh this this guy this 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 bartender guy you know I I just end up going to the bar on a Sunday because my friend said oh this is the one time I'm gonna have free and I just want to go out uh on a day where I'm like I can get drunk and stuff whatever and of course I'm always down to get people drunk even though I was really tired and I'm on my period so that sucks who wants to drink on their period so and it's also my friend's birthday so I'm just like hey pop out to the bar whatever whatever so drinks are two dollars two dollar drinks guys but even though they charge started charging tax i think two dollars is relatively cheap for this inflation and high prices we have nowadays so i'm just like okay i didn't want to get drunk but i mean like whatever i'll drink with you okay i didn't get drunk yesterday by the way even though i did drink a lot but that's besides the point I simply asked the bartender, like, I, okay, I do, okay, this is wrong on my part, because I always say, 
vodka lemonade, extra vodka because I go above and beyond in life and that can be, that means drinking too. So I got to be going above and beyond out here. Okay. So I'm like, oh, well let's like, cause I was catching up with my one friend. I was like, oh, you're not drunk yet. Whatever. So I got myself two drinks. I got her two drinks and the bartender asks, do you want this uh, tab closed or open? And I'm just like, if you top, if you top off the drinks with vodka, then I'll open up my tab. So he he makes my vodka lemonades, tops them off with vodka. I give two to my friend, two to me, and then um he's talking to me. He says he says um and this this is literally what he says to me. He says, "If I open your tab, is your card gonna end up declining?" And I'm. I look back at my friend, my, my friend looks back at me and we're just like, what? Like, is, is this guy serious right now? Is this, is this guy serious? So I try to clarify with him to see if he was joking or not. So I'm like, are you being serious right now? And he's like, yeah. I, I'm like, what? And keep in mind, this guy is a white guy. He looks like one of Hitler's youth. Looks like the, the perfect image Hitler would have in mind if he wanted to uh, recruit someone. So he would have definitely been recruited. Blonde hair, blue eyes, perfect for him. So just to hear that, just to hear like, I can't afford a $2 drink because of what? You want to say it's racism. I think it's racist. I think it's racist because when I saw this one Asian guy ordering a bunch of drinks, getting drunk from him, did he ask him if his car was going to decline? No. He asked the black girl. He asked the black girl who goes who who just wanted to buy her friends a drink, is my car going to (laughs) decline? And that's like what I wanted to talk about today basically like as you guys know I do go to to a PWI whatever University of Illinois Urbana Champaign whatever you call it what you want UIUC U of I blah 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 so the population I remember I recall the population here being like six percent but then my friend was telling me how the back, the black population on campus actually cut in half after COVID. So you looking at a good 3% of oppression. Like I don't want, I'm getting tired of being oppressed. Now I'm getting oppressed more. And like, I know I thought I was crazy when I was experiencing more racism, all these microaggressions on campus, but you can literally see it. You can literally see it. And this year has been more prevalent in terms of people assuming I, I don't even go here just because the color of my skin. You assume that I'm a townie because, because what? Because I'm black? You don't think black people can go here? And I get it, like everyone's allowed in a bar, but and I'm a bar regular, first of all. Like those those tenders and those uh bouncers, they know me, they know me, but... Of course, it's the new school year, and they hired a fresh round of frat boys. Because that's the only people who do get hired at the bar, white frat boys and whitewashed black boys. Let's be honest. Oh, and also white sorority girls. You will not... <laughs> I'm going to get off the point for a second. You would never find a black woman bartender in these bars on campus, okay? You know why? Because, like, you could... Not to say we don't have black sororities. We do. But black men are more easily, you know... 
they they would more likely turn on their own people, become really whitewashed just to to bartend at a bar. But black women are too prideful for that shit. We are not going to go over there and join a white sorority. Not to say that there aren't black girls in some white sororities. I know maybe there's there's a few, but we're not going to do that. Like we're like the process for getting hired is uh they have these bar battles and whoever sells the most drinks, they get hired. And of course, if you're a part of a frat, uh, the frat has a certain budget allotted towards these bar battles so they can have a bartender hired at the bar so they can get free drinks or whatever. So, of course, if you're competing against these rich white frats, you know, who's going to win? The white bartenders. So so they may select one whitewashed black boy. Hey, come in here. But it's mostly Billy's and Nathan's, okay? Straight up, like, <laughs> and I'm sorry if you're offended by this, but but that's just what it is. It's literally what it is, <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not sorry. And maybe I can come to campus. Well, I don't even know if I want to come here because I'm so pissed off already <laughs> this year. But you could you could come to campus ten years later. You probably still are not gonna, you're not gonna see a black woman bartender because we don't do that shit. Okay. Even the the whitewashed black girls, we're not going to do that shit. That's too fucking embarrassing. You will never catch, never. The main bartender, never. Never, 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 never. But that's besides the point. The point is, I'm getting tired. Like, I'm surrounded by people who can't, like, who just can't stand me. Like, stand my presence, just my color. Get to know me. Talk to, who make assumptions about you. Just, just because of my skin tone. It's certain aspects that I can hide about myself. But one thing I can't hide is, <laughs> I'm never going to hide. I'm never going to be able to hide this because I'm not a super, I don't, I don't got any superpowers. I can't turn invisible. I cannot hide my skin tone. I cannot hide it. So no matter where I go, no matter where I walk, no matter if I put on a blonde wig and blue contacts, people are going to see this is a dark-skinned black girl and I have my preconceived notions about her. So let me make judgments about her. And also, I want to clarify, it's not all the white people here. There are nice white people here that's, that's been treating me gracious, graciously. <laughs> like, you know, and it's whatever. And I just see you as a friend. I don't make judgments on you based off of your skin tone. And... Maybe it's because the place where I'm at, because I always talk about this with my black friends, how we're just dark skinned black women are just considered the low of the low, the last option for everything. So maybe because I'm looking at it from the bottom and I'm just like, I'm not going to judge you because what's, what's the point of doing that? And I sit here and people judge me every day, constantly. Constantly, just just because of the way I look, that I can't hide, that I can't change, I can't pull on Michael Jackson. Like I mean, he had he had a a, a a skin disorder or whatever. I can't pull on Michael Jackson. I'm still gonna be known as the dark skinned black girl, no matter what I do, no matter if I wear Birkenstocks, no matter if I get blue contacts, dye my hair blonde. I'm still gonna be this way and that's how I am going to be perceived and I can't change that and just the fact that I have fought so hard okay For, forget forget about the, the fact that um 
that I'm black and it's hard enough for black people to get into decent schools to have opportunities because this, the systematic racism, forget that. Look at the fact that I'm like, I'm a first generation college student. And like, I, and I hate to brag like, oh, my first generation college is like, like, I hate when people like bring that up every single second of the day, but that's, that's a barrier. Forget the fact that I'm one out of four of my siblings to graduate high school. Forget the fact that I grew up with no money and I'm still here and I made it to my senior year that I beat the odds with that. I fought so hard to get here just to get shitted on <laughs> again. And this is life. This is like, like no matter, even if you graduate, you get that successful job, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, people gonna look at you funny. People gonna think, oh, you're the lawyer? Oh, you're the doctor? Just because of your skin tone. Just because who you, just because of your race. And I feel like that is something that we will never get over in this country, at least. Well, I'm gonna be long gone. And as soon as I die, I don't care what y'all do. Do do whatever y'all want. <laughs> Once I'm dead, life is dead. Like, I don't care what, what y'all do. But I know in my lifetime, this stuff will not get resolved. And it's the fact it gets worse and worse every single year. Every, every single year for me. And I don't do nothing but exist. People are so bothered by your presence. That's, that's all what it is. And that's what I want to talk about today. Well, specifically, this getting to me, (laughs) this being at a predominantly white institution, getting to me and getting to my emotions. But anyway, let's get into it. (laughs) It got a little heat over there. Okay. But that's, that's, that's fine. That's good. It's okay. I would just like... (laughs) I needed a moment to, to calm down because I was I was really upset. I don't I don't know if, if you guys could tell. But uh when this happened, uh I wasn't drunk. You know, I gotta I gotta say when when I'm drunk, like I don't even know when I'm drunk anymore. That's how drunk I get. I think just being drunk is a normal state for me. So I think I was in a normal state, like but um when these things happen to you, I mean, you kinda freeze up in the moment you're just like uh, is this actually happening because this is the this is the, the stories people be telling you this is what you'll be watching on tv and you know you know when you watching tv or, or when you watch the movie you be like i would have done this i would have done that Ooh, ooh, like like let them do that to me and as soon as it happens to you you ain't got shit to say okay so i'd like to believe that i'm an outspoken person that I stand up for myself, and I'm sure you guys are led to believe that. Yeah, I was led to believe that, but when situations like this happen, you would think that the world has progressed to a certain point where where people didn't have to go through this, where it's like hundreds and hundreds of years, you would think people would know not to say stuff like that. And then, of course, if you want to go to the history books, how segregation just ended less than a hundred years ago how you still have living 
grandparents who grew up with segregation. Like, I know, like, my one grandmother who's turning 85 this year, she she remembers vividly all that shit. Grew up in Tennessee. I don't know why I got the country accent when I just see a Tennessee, but she grew Tennessee. Or you could even look at my grandmother, my other grandmother on my mother's side, who who uh, was almost 70 years old. And she has stories too. Just to have living close family members that, that literally have been through that. And you would think that we changed so much. I disagree. Seems like we're just going backwards at this point. Maybe I was more oblivious to it freshman year or I was in denial. But it's certainly getting worse out here for me, at least. I'm noticing that. And then you may say, Frenice, you at the bars all the time. Why go to a bar if they're going to be racist to you? No. I'm entitled to this space. I'm entitled to this motherfucking space because last time I checked, it didn't say on the damn walls a lion, no colors allowed. No, it, it did not say that. I am a student here or forget that. I am a person's over 21 years old and I'm, in, and I'm entitled to drink. I am entitled to have a fun time. And just because... Some people want to be stuck in the past and just don't like you because of your skin tone. That, that don't mean that I'm not allowed at the bar. Because at the end of the day, I'm an alcoholic. And alcoholics could be any race last time I checked. So I'm going to be at the damn bar and have a fun time if I want to. And when I did, after that moment that happened when I called my dad this morning, I was I, he was like, oh, is everything okay? And I was like, I'm okay. It was like, oh, that you you don't sound like you're okay, and I and I was like, I was racially profiled yesterday. Like, I just straight up said that, and he's like, he's like, oh, where was this? I said, I was like, oh, I went to the bar yesterday. <laughs> he was like, was it that lions again? He always called it lions. Like, it's multiple lion. It's one lion, daddy. It's one singular lion. It's not. Bunch of lions. Was it lions again? That's how we sounded. And I'm like, yeah. Because I had a, I had another incident over there. This was uh, last semester. And someone had wrote the N-word on my receipt. A white guy had took my receipt and wrote the N-word on it. Are you kidding me? People are bold as hell, okay? Like, imagine imagine like just the boldness like hey races out there. well if if there's anyone races that that listen to my podcast would you do something like that because y'all bold that dude was so bold to do something like that i'm entitled to this party space because why not is it is it an automatic segregation sign on there no and if you want to you know are you in support of this dude or this guy's your, I don't know if anyone listens to them. I mean, li- listens to my podcast from the bar, any bartenders. But if this is your co-worker, you want to defend him, eh, it's just racist. It's racist. It's racist but that a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, 
bartender assumed that I cannot afford a $2 drink. Assuming my car would decline. Assuming, assuming all of that. And not to mention yesterday again, when my friends were coming in, they didn't even ask for their iCard. They just assumed automatically that they did not go to school uh, at U of I because they were black. Are you kidding me? Are you really kidding? And you cannot say that's not a racist. That's racist as hell. Okay. And we keep on going back. <laughs> and we keep on going back. Because we can. Okay. And where else is there the party around the middle of the fucking cornfield? Okay. Literally. Literally. Like... I'm an alcoholic, so I'm going to go to the bar if I want to. I'm going to go to a party if I want to. I'm going to just be there. And I don't know. But but besides the bar aspect, being a black woman going to a PWI, there being only a handful of us, we were warned. (laughs) They warned us. They say, it's a lot of white people there. They're racist there. People say, I'm like, they racist everywhere. Who cares? But I have not actually experienced a per like a personal racial experience before I got to college. So just just hearing that like they're racist there, they're racist. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they're racist everywhere. We're in the middle of the Illinois cornfields in a predominantly white institution. Of course. Like, but just to like I said, just just experience. It's it's completely different, and I can ignore it. I can like look at the the stairs. I could see the assumptions people have in their face, but it does get to me sometimes. Like, and this this is the stuff that I do get kind of emotional over. Although you guys think I'm such an a callous person, um, this is the stuff I do get emotional over because it's something that I cannot change is something that I didn't do anything to you. I didn't do anything to you and you don't like me. You don't like Frenice the Beast. Hate me because of my actions that I do that, that you disagree with. Don't hate me because I'm simply black. Don't make assumptions about, I didn't do it. I don't make assumptions about you. I didn't come up and start an argument with you. I didn't. I'm just here and I just want to have a fun time. I just want to go to class when I do go to class. I just want to sit in the library when I do go to the library. I just want to walk around campus. I just want to be a student here, just like you. We got here different ways, but we're here at the same place. So for you to look at me and pass judgments on me and act it out, that gets to me. That gets to me. It does. And this is why people go home. This is why the black student population cut in half. Because people like you. People like uh, I don't know. I'm not going to name drop the bartender, but he had a very upper class, <laughs> upper middle class name. People like blonde hair, blue eye guy, <laughs> bartender. 
Because people like that, this is why people go home. This is why people don't last. You push them out. You push them out. And then you get upset or you don't understand when people try to (laughs) explain that people of color are still suffering from this systematic racism, even though it's no segregation law per se, but we are still suffering from that. Like, I'm not, like, personally, I don't, like, agree with reparations. Not say I don't agree. I just don't think it's possible to distribute the funds to people. Um, but that's besides the point. When when people do bring that up about equality and stuff, oh, we are equal. What are you talking about? You're just complaining. No, we're still suffering from it. Because you want to push us out of this push us out of these environments that we worked so hard to get here. We worked so hard to get here and you just want to push us out and make us feel excluded. And although I personally, I don't like, that's that I don't, I think PWIs are better than HBCUs, but I just personally decided not to go there because the financial aid and the funding is not as high. So that's, so that's so that's why I decided to uh to to come to here. But I do understand those uh those black students that do end up going to those HBCUs because shit like this, shit like this is prevalent. It's so fucking disturbing. <laughs> it's so it's so d- disturbing to see, you know, and. You want to, you end up going to a place where you feel comfortable around your own people who won't discriminate against your, your skin tone, but you have to be a hundred thousand dollars in debt to do so. Why can't we just all go to this inclusive quote unquote school, go to a dang school, get the same education. Forget that. Forget that that you don't hear people complaining 24-7. I'm black. I work so hard to get. You don't hear us say that shit. Oh, I'm I'm first generation. I'm low income. Blah blah blah. We're here. We're here. We didn't say shit. We're just simply existing. And you got a problem with it. You come with your preconceived notions. You came to judge us. You wanna kick us out. And you wonder why. And you wonder why there's still this gap. That's why it's still this gap here. That is why it's not a formal law that is, you know, purposely um, dis- disenfranchising black people. But it's a lot of things that set up the way they are in the past definitely shapes this future or this present that we are living in. And although I personally didn't get sprayed by the water hoses marching in Montgomery, Alabama, or bus boycotting them driving in the Cadillacs with Rosa, I didn't I didn't experience that shit. <laughs> but it definitely plays plays a role in my life right now. It definitely like contributed to the way things are right now in my case. Okay, so don't 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 get upset when when you want to say oh like they they can't let go of anything blah 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 no, I try to let go, 
I try to let go. I don't say shit. I just, I'm just trying to blend in. Well, it's hard for me to blend in. I'm better off playing a white person's shadow, honestly. And then I'll, I'll get treated better. But this is deplorable. Deplorable conditions. Guys. And <laughs> it's just so sad. It's it's so sad. And you should be ashamed of yourself, bartender. Blonde hair, blue eye bartender. And this is not an attack on blonde hair, blue eye people. It's not. It, it's an attack on him. It, it's an attack on people like him. It's an attack of this is the embodiment of what people see as the beauty standard. And you're attacking me. You're making assumptions about me. And you think that's okay? And even if you didn't mean to do it, why did that come to your mind? Why did it come to your mind to ask the only black girl if her card was going to de- decline when you didn't ask those white girls, that the Asian guy who kept on drinking? And you should have stopped serving him drinks, by the way, but you kept on serving him drinks. So, but he, but he can tip, but he can tip you and black people don't tip, right? Well, we don't, but still. No, just kidding. <laughs> Let me stop adding to these stereotypes, guys. I tip sometimes. He didn't deserve to be tipped. He needs to be tipped off the bus. Some, 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 some. But I remember your face. And the most I can do is try. Because I know they're not going to do anything. I know if I go up to the corporate office, they get pissed off when you go up there and ask for your damn keys. So you think if I tell them a white boy was being racist to me, one of your bartenders, you think they will give a shit? No, they won't. They won't. But the most I can do is say that I try. That's the most I can do. Because you just can't just lay on your back and let these people get away with it. And by the way, you know what? I'll say his name because I don't care. I'm not saying his last name. His name was fucking Graham. Graham. If if that doesn't like speak like, hey, I grew up in. A, come on, that's Graham. Graham, you if you're listening, or if someone that knows you is listening, you you're not gonna deter me from graduating. You're not gonna deter me from going in any space that I want. You're not going to kick me out of this university. You're not going to make me feel uncomfortable just because I'm there. You're not going to let your, I'm not going to let your assumptions about me guide me to, guide me to failure. I'm going to keep on descending and I'm going to keep on defying the odds. Four fucking years here. Four. Four years here. When I could have easily gave up. I could have went under the, the same path as others. I could have listened to people when one of my own family members said, did not believe I would get to the senior year. And I'm still here. I'm still here at the University of Illinois, Urban Champaign. I'm an alcoholic. That's one thing. But I, I still study economics and political science. I'm still here learning. I'm still living it up. I'm still doing all that. I'm going to graduate. And as much as you 
and people like you want to make me feel like shit <laughs> for being a black person here and for you to assume that I'm not worth being here because that's what it feels like that I'm not worth being here but I'm worth it I'm I'm here I'm here <laughs> I'm not going anywhere well I will go anywhere once I finish but and I hope one day Graham Graham Crocker that you will understand what you said to me was not okay. It's not okay. And for you to, you would never truly understand this feeling growing up as a blonde haired, blue eyed, frat white boy. You probably will never understand my feeling. But I just hope that you see this. And hear this and understand what you said to me was wrong. God bless you. God bless all my listeners. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. That is all for today's episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I upload when I upload. And that is when I can and when I want and <laughs> for any questions or for my advice segment of my podcast called the fin for advice you can email me at fcoupe24 at gmail and if you need me to spell that out that is f-c-o-u-p-e-t-24 at gmail and if you were born sometime in this decade or last decade this decade you're too young but last decade <clears throat> I do have an Instagram, and that is Frenice And if you need me to spell that out, that is F R A N E S E D A B A S T. Yes, I can spell, guys. I can spell. Again, I'm your host, Frenice Coupe. And always, 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 always be prepared to offend to offend. Have a great day.